Hey guys, welcome back to another Turtle Shell Fitness uh, podcast. Steve's view, Steve's opinions, Steve's thoughts, Steve's whatever you want to fucking call this shit. But I hope you enjoy listening. Um, if if you if you don't, that's cool. If you do, fucking amazing. Um, and I'll I'll keep doing my best to, to deliver good podcasts. And um, something, you know, that's insightful, hopefully hit a nerve and, and um, spark change within your life and, and your business or your personal health and well-being, whatever it is you want to achieve. So I <clears throat> wanted to talk about personal training mostly today of, um, and self-entitlement um, together. So I want to talk about personal training and I want to talk about self-entitlement. Um, so people, a lot of people today, um, believe that they're entitled to whatever it is, um, that, I don't know. I just think the world, I, I'm trying to put this into, into my perspective here, but where like, um, it's weird cause I'm not talking to anyone. I'm, I'm just talking to my, I'm, this is really a conversation with myself out loud and, I, and I'm just recording it. Hey, eh? so, um, you know, so and I, and I hope, like I said at the start, I hope it stru- struck, it strikes a nerve, or any of my podcasts in in the ones I've done and all the ones in the future, they they hit a hit a spot and they go and make you realise that hang on a minute, this this shit makes sense. I need to do something, or something needs to change. So, self entitlement. A lot of today, a lot of today's generation, um, even mine, um, and you know, I, I was born in nineteen eighty seven. So, uh, you know, 80s, 90s, and, and definitely 2000s, um, you know, there's a lot of this um, self-entitlement. They think the world owes them a favour sort of bullshit, you know. Um, but nothing's, nothing's given. Like, I was, <clears throat> I mean, I was made to earn it, you know. I had to earn my respect from my parents. I had to earn my, I had to earn that. I had to earn their trust. I had to earn that. And, um you know, and as a personal trainer, you come across clients and people who think that because you're a personal trainer that you owe them every second of the day to them, and you, and you don't. You only, you only, at the end of the day, the service only exceeds the amount of effort that you put in for yourself. So a personal trainer is someone that, is there to help you, guide you, help you keep you consistent, help you keep accountable, but that's that's it. Like they're not, and they're a friend, but they're not someone that you know you can blame if it doesn't go wrong. Okay, maybe in a case where the personal trainer doesn't give a fuck about you, you roll up to your session, and the, he or she's on her phone, and they're just going through the they're just going through the rigmarole. They're just going through it. They're just going through the motions, and you, you're not really getting anything out of it. And you're paying good money for that. So, maybe then then you can be pissed, and maybe that's when you should look for another personal trainer. But a great personal trainer, and I'm talking a great personal trainer, someone who's great with people, understands people, who can speak to people, who who can get on the person's level, um, can can get onto that same personality trait and understand it. Those personal trainers, all right, it's not their fault 
the great personal trainers, people think, and this happens in a lot of industries as well. This happens in network marketing. This happens in in in, in the regular jobs. This happens in, in your nine to five. You, you, today's generation think they're entitled to the very best of everything, but yet they've got to earn it. Like kids today will grow up thinking that it's okay to come eighth, that that's okay. Okay, that's that's and that they're entitled. Now let's take that scenario because I love I love I love the thought of that because that that's that's today's generations of kids. That's kids that was born in from two thousand to now. All right, and to beyond until we fix that problem. So we have this problem where kids are being taught it's okay. Thanks for part. Uh, I'm okay for participation. All right. Thanks for participating. Um, unlucky today, you didn't win, all right? That's that's it. Congratulations, you participated today, participated. You came first, woo! Yep, everyone give that person a round of applause. They put in 100% effort. They gave everything they had to win the race or win the whatever it is they won, okay? They win the comp, okay? Everything, life is a competition. Life in itself is a competition. So this will get on to the point of the entitlement, okay? So... These kids today who are being told it's okay to come eighth, it's okay, um, you've come eighth, you, you can have a badge or you can have a you can have a ribbon or you can have a trophy. These kids are gonna go to a workplace and they might not get the job, but they're gonna think they're entitled to have it. Let that the thought sink in for a minute. Like they're gonna they're gonna be taught from the age of five until 18, that coming 8th, 9th, 10th, 4th, 5th, 20th, is okay. It's, it's, that, that's good enough. But it's not. Because when you walk into a job interview and there's, there's 50 people, and then it gets broken down into 25 people, and then it gets broken down into 10 people, and then it gets broken down into 3 people, and you're not there the last three people, you're not the last person standing, you're not going to get the job. You're not first. You're not the first person to be picked. You didn't put in enough effort. You didn't put enough time into your application. You didn't put enough effort into your dress code. You didn't put enough effort into your presentation. You didn't put enough effort into um, presenting you who you are as a person. All right? You might not. You might do that right and that it might not be um that that was the factor but at the end of the day you didn't come first so you're not entitled to the job the kids of today are going to think they're entitled to have a job even though they turned up to just the interview process when in fact they're not the person who turns up to the interview with the best resume with the best um presentation with the best um, interview process is going to get the job. It's the same when you go and run a race. The person who is the fittest, the person who is the strongest, the person who is the fastest, the person who gives 100% will win the race. It's not okay. Kids will become self-entitled and they will think that the world owes them a favor when in fact the world owes them nothing. They need to go and just get it and they need to be told this. And my kids get told this daily that, you know, there is no, there is no, 
second place is nothing. Second place doesn't doesn't get you anything. Second place doesn't get you the trophy. Second place doesn't get you the job. Second place doesn't get you the degree. Second place doesn't get if if you get if you have to get a eighty nine percent pass mark to pass your degree in university, but you score a seventy five, you don't get the degree. You don't. That's too bad. You didn't put enough effort in. You didn't. You didn't study hard enough. You didn't. You didn't try hard enough. You didn't stay up late enough on those nights. You didn't work your ass off. All right. Something happened where you got seventy five percent when you needed eighty nine percent. Guess what? You failed, and that, and it's okay to fail, right? So then you go back, and this is what we need to be teaching them. This is what we need to be teaching our children in today's society. We need to teach them that it's okay to fail, all right? It's okay to come eighth. It's okay. But what can we do to improve the result next time? What can we do to make it better next time? Praise them. Be happy for them. They competed. They had a go. That's something they probably never, ever do. They probably do. They probably did something they don't like. But I'm telling you now, they, they don't. They don't walk away confident just because they did something they didn't like. They walk away with a little bit of low self-esteem because they came eighth. Because the person who beat them, beat them by lots. And kids don't like that. Kids are competitive in nature. They, they, wanna, they, want, they all want to be first. They all want to be first. But what we can teach our kids in today is how do we, how do we fix it? How do we make it better? How do we perform better? What do we need to do to do that better? It's like, you know, reading, writing, it's everything, driving. It's just, every, you've got to do the basics and do the basics properly. Okay, so if your kid is in little athletics and you're paying, um, you know, I don't know, $100 a season or $200 a season, um, whatever you guys pay um, in little athletics, and great, Johnny's having a great time, Johnny's having fun, Johnny's awesome, but sometimes Johnny's a little bit down because Johnny doesn't come first, second or third, all right? Second and third's good because it's a leverage pusher for the kid, for the person, for the individual. When you go to compete, you want to win. So you want to win. Um, that's what separates us. It's the same as with the job interview. When you go for the job interview, you want to be the guy. You want to be the guy that applies for the job, that gets the job, that puts in the effort, that put your cover letter up, you know, in, in bright shiny stars and, and, and it stands above everybody else's. You wanna be you wanna be you wanna be that person that's looked at first. You wanna be the first pick. So if we're not teaching our kids that it's important to win, we're gonna have a gen we're gonna have generations of generations of kids that are gonna be um, self entitled they're going to blame everybody else for failing. They're going to blame everybody else. And this will get back to my point in personal training. This, They're going to blame everybody else for the fact that they lost. Um, then they're going to quit. And guess what they're going to do? And this, this happens a lot. This happens a lot in network marketing, okay, because I've, I've been involved in network marketing for a little while. Um, pe new people come into network marketing. And this is only because of the people that they've, they've been um, signed up by, recruited by, sold to, whatever you want to call it. Um, these people tell them, they give them the hopes and the dreams and they sell them the hopes and the dreams. They sell them hopes and dreams. Right? But not everybody is quite ready 
to be able to do what it takes to be successful at network marketing. Network marketing requires people skills. It requires how to have conversations with people. It requires knowing how to drive a conversation so that the person you're speaking to comes up with the conclusion for themselves to sign up and become a member. Network marketing is not very hard, but what we have is people taking aim at other people who will fail and then they will quit and then they will blame the business, the industry. A lot of people blame. This is why network marketing has a bad stigma, okay? Because, and it comes back to self-entitlement, because people want to find someone else to blame. People don't want to take ownership on the fact that they didn't take the time out to learn, to practice, to do. Learn, practice, do. All right, that's the same with sport. Learn the sport, practice the sport, do the sport. Become better at it. Learn the sport, practice the sport, do the sport. Um, come to the job. If you want to go, if you want a high up job, you've got to, you've got to do the, you've got to do the shitty little jobs at the bottom of that job, so that you can become better at the job when you apply for it. So when you walk into that interview for an internal position of, uh, I don't know, senior sales representative and you've just been a customer service person and they're going to put you in as a senior sales rep um, and, and, and they're going to get you, you know, off the floor and you're going to go around driving in the car and you're going to be talking to people and you're going to be professional and you're going to try and sell your, your company's products. But before that, you need to be a customer service representative on the floor in the showroom where you can practice the skills and learn how to do it properly. The best person who does that gets the senior sales position. Will it be you or will it be the other person? See, there's a winner and a loser. There's always a winner and loser. No one is entitled to win all the time. It's it's bad. It doesn't end well. Okay, it doesn't end well. And I firmly believe, I firmly believe that this will have a huge impact on mental health in the next generation. Next generation's mental health will be unfucking believable. It'll be, it'll be crazy. It'll be unreal. So we need to start teaching our kids today that it's okay. It's okay. You didn't come first. You didn't come first. But what can we do to go back, practice? What are the things we can improve on in your, um, in your training? 